Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain Assassins was started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude, and they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Pain Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. But that means I have to grow the hair that's on mine. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I am your host. It's a what's on your mind episode. So Jason's here with me as always. Wait, maybe I should specify it's Jason Bruno. Yeah, we, we got is, we got a, we got yeah. JR and JB. <laughs> yeah, so we, got, we can keep it that way. Yeah. So so Jason Bruno, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, zip through this real fast because everybody's going to want to skip this anyways. Um, yep. So please like, share, subscribe, um, hit that notification button to the podcast wherever you're listening to it so you can catch the new episodes. Uh, Detail Solutions podcast discussion page on Facebook. Um, that's really starting to ramp up now. Tony Kiger has become a man on a mission with uh, some topics. Um, in fact, you guys just know we did the one um released the, the, the uh, last boat, no aircraft one right? yeah yeah the airplane one um we just released that one that was his idea his suggestion for gas all that stuff he's already got some more ideas for me so I, I love that on top of ian musgroves that we're still working on with the um accounting and insurance mm -hmm. side of um detailing um so yeah uh that's the place to go positive feedback negative feedback let us know what we're doing right what we're doing wrong give us some topics people you, you want to hear us talk to um we are so close to mte i can almost smell it now um, <laughs> uh, so if you still have not yet purchased your tickets uh mobiletechexpo.com uh, use the code DSP15, that's D for detail, S for solutions, P for podcast15, and you will save 15% off of your total purchase price. Um, <clears throat> also, we are trying to get that Golden Mic Award, that first year for the Golden Mic Award. So that is also mobiletechexpo.com backslash golden mic. Um, and that is not a vote on number of counts. That is how the podcast has impacted you um hopefully in a positive way uh that's the way that sheldon is kind of reviewing all this stuff so if we've done something cool for you guys or you guys have learned something from us please um give us a little nod appreciate that uh that's about it right that, man we yeah, just we zip zip through it i'm getting faster yep. with it 
by the time we're done with it i'll I'll have it super fast and then we won't do it anymore um so tonight tonight we're we're uh super excited um this one might we might call this one uk versus usa part three although we're not doing it with the speed six guys we have uh jason rose uh you guys all know from uh rupez and then we have alan medcraft from a m details yeah i was thinking a d and 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 the 2022 ida president yes what yeah which was sooner than i thought i thought um were you aware of this no originally i was aware because the ida signs you up for stuff yeah you were just like an email just comes in randomly oh by the way you're the president That's how I got into the committee. Yeah, right. Like, hey, uh, we'll put you in this committee. No, I, I believed uh, at MTE, uh, we have our board retreat. I thought when I get sworn in, then it was official. But no, it, they just decided like a while yeah, ago, I did this press yeah. release. The nice. next thing I know, all the European guys I've trained went crazy with it. And then my phone lights up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I haven't even done like my official you know, like I'm the president's speech. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> there was technically no so I was like, okay, all these European guys, they were all going crazy with it. So they're like, try and sound presidential. Yeah. There we go. Here's the reply. Nice. So I, ha- I have a question for Alan first. Um, being that you're from the UK, have you been a host or have you been a guest on the Speed Six podcast yet? Yeah. So the Speed Six guys had me on uh, a while ago. I really enjoyed listening to their content. It's quite uh, a fresh, different yeah. style on the detailing, right? You know, uh, three guys, well, four, uh, having it's a detailing podcast where they might not talk about detailing for the first half hour. Yeah. You know, it's like really, it kind of reminds me of the rag company a little bit where they talk about their day to day, but it is not as PC as the rag company podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I like the fact that they approach a lot of the subjects that uh, many of us wouldn't publicly approach you know we we might sit privately in a group and go did you see this funny little post on instagram or this yeah. funny little post on facebook but we would maybe feel because of the position we're in or what we represent and that we can't make those comments oh these guys don't hold back on the podcast yeah, it's all good it's all in good humor all in good fun though they don't um, i'm a little disappointed yeah. i i didn't i haven't caught the episode of you on there yet so i thought maybe i thought maybe yeah. you were you gotta go way back i yeah. think it wasn't I, long like I was listening to them. Then I reached out saying, this is really fresh and just fun. And thank you for like, I love consuming uh, podcast content. I've listened to your versus podcasts. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but I also enjoy consuming stuff that's got nothing to do with, with detail. And right. so then when this podcast came up speed six, I was like, Oh, well, here we go. Speed six. Great name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I listened to it and I forgot I was listening to a detailing podcast initially yeah, yeah. you know it, it in, was in the one beginning, of those it was, scenarios in the beginning it was a little rough um oh yeah i had, to, I had it was definitely around, so yeah all right well enough talking about them whatever <laughs> enough um, talking about them. <laughs> no they're, yeah, they're if you great. want to find it uh, plug 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 look yeah. for episode <laughs> no three. no yeah, listen listen we, we, did the, we did the uh we did the cross thing with them which i think was awesome and then i just i messaged with adam today and um and talked to him about 
actually trying to share each other's content on each other's pages. So we can share on their page, they can share on my page, try to help, you know, boost um, numbers mm-hmm. and everything like that. So no, I, I, I dig those guys. I listen to them every week. Um, I, like I said, I was just kind of hoping maybe we had you on first, but whatever. yeah, we were having sweet, like I love the business side of anything. And I was having sweet chats about, I love the purity you have of this podcast. If that's the word, like it is very yeah. pure, very raw. And they wanted to be humbling or whatever, make it free and do whatever. And I was like, guys, like you're going to do something different, which is what they've done with the season two, where they've made yeah. it more car enthusiast. Yep. Um, you're going to have to get better software, get sponsorship in. You can do it. And sure enough, season two launched out with the sponsorship in uh, through yeah. the software they're using, which was a great deal. But I'm wondering if they can just slip in like you guys sponsor each other accidentally. Right. So it's like whilst they're having a conversation, it just stops for a minute. It's like, boop, then you guys plug the Speed 6 podcast and they plug, hey, you want to check out our... Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure we could. Um, I mean... For the amount of time it takes to do a five-second plug. Yeah, yeah. And and we, we, um, you know, we're both uh, agreed to do another, like, UK versus USA kind of, you know, back and forth kind of deal, which it was a lot of fun, I think. Um, You know, we got to learn a lot of, you know, how you guys do things maybe a little bit differently or terminology, things like that. And I, and, you know, Mm -hmm. they had a lot of questions for us because it seems like everything they know about us detailing is definitely YouTube based. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. 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 Yeah. In fact, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, and we drive on the right side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. And you use the wrong temperature measurement. That's (laughs) Well, we do speak proper English. <laughs> the, prop, yeah. the proper yeah. English, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. Okay, so um, to kind of jump in, um, you know, you guys are doing a training. Uh, you guys are, for people who can't see, um, they're at the uh, Rufez facility um, doing trainings this week. So one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, kind of like I said, with that UK versus US thing is, is how do you guys do you guys have different training styles or different training techniques? You know, um, again, us kind of does one thing, one way we've learned in our podcast with the speed six guys and the UK does something differently. So do you guys have different techniques or different styles or how do you guys train things like that? Well, besides the, we are better. Is there a different style? You have? <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I, I want to think that people come away with more from my training. <laughs> um, I think if you were to have a look at my review count, I'd have more than the entire Rupert. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, if I if I jump in on this one a little bit, like Jason's done the same. Um, I've been really privileged that I've traveled and trained. So the the cool thing about that is you really get to absorb the environment you're in and you actually learn from your students. Right. Because you can deliver content like how it's certain tools meant to be used or, you know, et cetera. But until you see how it's been applied in the environment it's in. So then you kind of take that information and you're able to apply it to not all your lessons, but you, you just become more universal as a trainer. So is there different tweaks potentially when it comes to um, the word I'm trying to look for here, when it comes to culture, you know, like some cultures may have cup of tea at 10 then they yeah. have lunch at 12 and you try and adapt to that culture yeah. but i honestly believe when it comes to the content you're delivering it's not where it's being delivered it me and jason could deliver the same content and someone could enjoy it from jason and not enjoy it from me and i think that relationship between who you're choosing to be your trainer 
no matter how qualified, can sometimes uh, de- define the whole training session for you, if that right. makes sense. No, it does. So it does I think, yeah. Sometimes if you be. have a better relationship with somebody than another person, you're going to, you're going to kind of get more from that person than you would somebody who you're not comfortable around or whatever. Cause you might be a little too shy to ask questions or you might be a little too timid to kind of really do what you do. So it looks like you don't know what you're doing. So no, I get that. I think that comes down to the trainer a lot as well though. Like um, training the trainer. I take a lot from Jason. Like that's the reason I've come over here is so that I can attend his classes and, I take different things from him and I hope he would look at some of the analogies I would use or something and go, huh, I've never seen that delivered that way. That works. Um, so I, I think every time the trainer adapts to the students that are in front of them mm-hmm. and it should definitely be on the trainer to deliver the content to the demographic of the, of the students coming. So we were talking about it today, actually, that mm-hmm. the class we're about to deliver is Jason and his team do really well in targeting that as someone that's already very efficient in detailing. Whereas one of the courses I deliver, it's very much open. You can be a professional or a beginner. We'll make sure that you, I guarantee you will take something away from it. Right. And it's because I've built the the course critique to absorb that. And it allows for time for me to have one-to-one. Whereas what Jason's delivering is very focused on the subject. So if you're not up to speed on the subject. So uh, yeah, I think what countries it being delivered in or where it doesn't really affect it. I think it is definitely your trainer you choose. Detailers. Are you tired of the outlandish and ridiculous claims that ceramic coating companies make? Well, I'm here to tell you that HyperClean Dose is the coating for you. I put HyperClean Dose on my car and gave it some real-world testing. That means driving it around in the rain in Florida, getting mud, dirt kicked up on it. After six months of not washing it, I can tell you my car was looking pretty rough. But then when I washed it, everything just washed off the vehicle like you would expect it to and the ceramic coating was still intact hydrophobics top to bottom gloss and slickness just unreal so if you're looking for a two-year single coat that's right single coat ceramic coating hyper clean dose is the one for you so go to the detail supply app today and pick up some hyper clean dose and don't forget to use the code Detail 15 at checkout. That's detail 15 to save 15% off of your purchase. We've all got to start somewhere. <laughs> I was not this diverse. I was still a Scottish guy in a shed trying to teach people one bucket, one sponge wash method to get customers. That's how right. we all start our training, right? You guys all do it. You train your customer. I was just really lucky that I enjoyed this and invested my time into it to become the best version of a trainer I could be, really. Right. Jason, you have any? Any input on that or you agree? Well, I think the going back to your original question, I think our styles are very similar and 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 I think it's born out of our content is very similar because he and I are both Rupus trainers. We both have training centers. Um we teach basically the same content. Right. Um, and its delivery, I think, has been refined to the extent that we're kind of doing it the same way. But I, I think it's important to say that training is part the curriculum and the content, but it's also part the, the style and the skill of the trainer as, as a speaker. So there's a lot to it that has, you know, that goes into, so somebody, I've, I've met some people that are very knowledgeable 
and they really know their stuff, but they're not very good trainers because they don't have the communication skills right. and they don't have that, that part of it. It's kind of like, you know, detailers who are very good skilled detailers, but they don't have the business knowledge. It just is not a successful mix. Right. So I would, I would say, I know it's not part of your question, but I would say that's a very important part of training mm -hmm. is that there is the content that you, there's what you're delivering to your customer, but it's how you deliver it is a big part of it. Could be good uh, detailers, but they just don't know how to communicate what they're doing to be able to train somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then there could be maybe people who have great speaking ability, but they're not good detailers. So I think what you're saying, Jason is, is pretty, did I freeze again? Oh, you got a, or you got a question. Is that not me? What? I thought he was describing me. Oh. <laughs> good trainer but useless at detailing <laughs> yeah don't stand and watch me actually machine a car don't do that <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, that, i think i think a trainer needs needs confidence in, in yeah. order to you know give the information out and yeah, I, th I think that comes with just the more you deliver it the more you practice training the trainer and you need to have the right students to push you you need that that i'm not going to call them a problem student it's just a student with a with a they're trying to find an answer to a question potentially they don't know how to ask yep. so can you you know uh, find out what that is just from your experience and answer their question or right find analogies that can resonate with someone in the group you end up having different little groups of people in your classes and uh sometimes it's just all this fantastic way of telling a story but you have lots of different analogies of telling it so that it makes sense that they understand it right when when you guys do trainings um either together or separately um do you typically try to keep class size pretty small so you do have one-on-one -on -one time with everybody or is it do you guys prefer just doing a big class and just trying to like you know make sure everybody's getting well, I think, difficult i think both of us um we because we've talked about this um, and we both prefer very small class size, like less than six people. Okay. And it's because of the quality of the interaction and the quality of the coaching. It can be much more dialed in with like four to six people. But the other part of your question is, you know, are we talking during the COVID pandemic or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I mean, my Academy, like for example, this classroom I'm in right now, this, was built to accommodate 30 students in this classroom right and the garage outside we can handle 30 people out there so the the facility can handle 30 but those classes pre-covid i mean i haven't done a 30 person class in two years okay yeah it, to me to me I, it's when i did yeah what's i mean I'm, I'm in florida so i don't what's pre-covid what's post-covid i don't know we you know <laughs> yeah the pandemic didn't go to yeah. florida no, no, i no. wish i'd flown in there two years ago i'd have been fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i mean when i did those class sizes um i do them and we do them well but i just don't enjoy them as much gotcha um, because you cannot spend as much individual time. Is that right? I mean, it's, just, yeah, it's the commercial yeah. element, right? Because you'll have a, you, for example, we don't just do private, uh, sorry, we don't just do 
uh, end user detailers looking to get information, we might be training um, companies into their entire sales team are doing, and that company is saying, no, no, you have us for one day. That's all we can afford. Right. So then we, for an essence, for example, Jason has the fantastic team here that he can even bring in like Dylan from marketing and, and, and he can bring in his sales reps from other parts of the country. So they may be delivering to 30 people here, but they've got five or six trainers on the shop floor. Yeah. So in essence, right. the numbers are the same. Breaks down, but yeah. for Jason personally, as an instructor, that connection you get with your students and feeling, did everyone get value? He's then relying on his team to think, did everyone get value? Did, did it all look good? Did we impress? Um, yeah. but as a, as a trainer, yeah, I like to, in my base, we keep them down to six. Um, I've done larger, we've done some crazy, the Europeans go crazy for French and Belgium have been at 30, 40 with just me oh, floating wow. around a bonnet doing a demonstration. And then it's literally like, you now have an hour and a half to do this on the eight vehicles we have, cause it's going to take me that long to spend 15, 20 minutes on each station right, yeah. to, to pick up your points. But what was really lucky there is the English speaking guys would really, absorb the content well and they would almost mirror it as best they could until, gotcha. until i go there and answer now, questions that's a that's a good brings up a good point like when you guys because i know jason travels too so when you guys are in a country or whatever training that's maybe not english speaking how do you guys do that do you have an interpreter mm -hmm. there is your car detailing website crashing and burning Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. You're putting the pedal to the metal, but not seeing the leads you want? Bingo. Keep your detailing website out of the danger zone. Yes, sir. Detailers Roadmap is the premier web service for detailers. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guy. Now, what is it with you? We build punchy marketing campaigns and cost-efficient websites for detailers designed to get you leads and generate traffic. Custom-built websites start at just $99 a month. I feel the need, the need for speed. And unlike other developers, we only work with one industry, yours. Stay out of the danger zone. And cruise on over to detailersroadmap.com and see how we can push your leads into overdrive. Talk to me, Goose. That's detailersroadmap.com. Detailersroadmap.com. We've done training events where our speaking language of English is not the local language. Um, so we go through translators. I mean, that's okay. just what we do. Yeah. And for me, I don't, I don't know how you did it, but we, when they throw me at another country and it's, you know, another language, my local Rupus team in that country, they function as my translator. So mm. He's yeah. got a team. He's got, got a whole network a behind him. Yeah. yeah. He's got <laughs> you go over there and it's just you yeah. over there. I, I flew into China and I had a diplomat that didn't even know what car care was translating. So. <laughs> oh, man. But I tell you what was really fun about it, even though Jason says it sounds like fun, is um, to get, I don't know, all spiritual or whatever. It shows the beauty of our, our um, industry. Yeah. That I was able to train and deliver and certify 20 detailers over a period of four days, mind you. So it took time. Yeah. Barely speaking English. It was just like point at a wheel. Let's now clean this wheel and watch what they're doing. And then just through pure facial expression and pointing and doing stuff, we managed to deliver content and certify them um, through what I call the, the, the beautiful language that is detailing, you know? Yeah. It's great that we're doing what we're doing on this podcast, sharing opinion and doing whatever, but 
if you removed it, like if we just all made ourselves ear defenders and did a detailing session together, you get this whole different mm. aspect of communication and watching what each other is doing. It's kind right. of beautiful, really. Um, hey, hey, I, I, don't, uh, I don't want to. I came back from that trip pretty enlightened for about. I thought I was a spiritual god for about four days, and then I landed back <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't want to take credit for it, but I will. But maybe that's a new type of training you do. You just put every put noise canceling earmuffs on everybody and train them by pointing and do it inside. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I don't even have the patience for that. No Let's way. do it. Hey, I tell you randomly over here in Britain, we have um, you know, like you have that dance competition. Have you, have you, do you have that here? Where which, um, which one? We have a bunch of dance competitions. Yeah, yeah, like there's so many of them, right? So we had one, and we've had the first um deaf contestant on. Oh. And the first song they did. So never mind that she has to try and learn how to dance Without where she can only feel she can only yeah. feel the rhythm she can't oh. hear the rhythm right you know it was like insane but they actually did a, a a scene in it where they stopped playing the music for 20 seconds so that you as the viewer got to watch her dance Without and also how she feels when she and right. what, a, what a moment like google it on youtube if you're bored one night but <laughs> it, it it made me tingle when you're just like whoa that's she actually doesn't hear music and she's still dancing perfectly in the rhythm to yeah. it. And the music wow. just clicks back on and they're still in step. And that's it's, oh, wow. it's like playing detailing charades. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it's got, what it would be. It's got six speed settings. Yeah. <laughs> and we need four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that could be the next challenge. How, how, uh, what was it? The KXK that guys did the uh, one week. Oh yeah, the one week. So good. Oh, yeah, that was so challenge. cool. Yeah. This could be another challenge, you know, and and you can even donate stuff to you know a, a deaf charity or something. Uh, yeah, you could be idea. onto something here. Hey, if you fly that's me over, idea. I'm part of that. Hundred percent. Get the get the gears rolling now. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk with Jason about sponsoring that since uh, you know Rupes has got the money to fly you back over here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll have you know this is a self-funded trip. There was no no sugar coating. Oh yeah, he's here. Oh. His own dime. This is nice. this is my own dime, right? Nice. It's the only way I'm gonna get better as a trainer is but invest I did, in yourself. I did buy you lunch. He bought me lunch. Yeah. Oh, and you bought dinner last night. Thank hey. you. <laughs> so, Alan, are you? Because you're here for this this weekend with, or this week with the training, right? So, are you flying back and then flying back again? No. So I. With the pandemic going on at the minute, the moment yeah. I got into America, I am abusing it. So okay. I'm here for the week. We're we're doing some rupees and relationship stuff. Then we got our two day training. Then we're having one day R and R. And then we're uh, then I'm shooting off to Chicago. So uh, Chicago Auto Pros Car Supplies Warehouse. Yep. They're the American importer for AM details. Yep. And also I just miss Jason's face. So I'm going to go and spend two days with him and hang out. And we're That's another Jason, another Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Jason, detailing. Jason, uh, Jason's a good guy. I had him on the podcast a while back. Um, oh yeah. 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 I felt a uh, super starstruck when, you know, he, he agreed to it so eagerly. So I was like, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Know? Like, I think people forget that when they, when they meet us, like I, I stopped doing YouTube because of my health. So it stopped right but at, at one point that's where we were at me and jason were at the same subscriber level and people forget that you're still just a normal person behind a camera yeah. they just see mm -hmm. they see the number and put you on a pedestal they see right but we're still just normal dudes well i just saw him as jason Otterness. i don't i'm not a big youtube watcher i mean i just know him because of the industry um and and that was kind of he was one of he was one of kind of the first bigger names when I started kind of trying to reach 
out mm, yeah. to these bigger names to say, you know, Hey, I've got this little podcast. Would you want to come on kind of deal? Um, so yeah, it was, it was cool when he came on, he was super, and then super cool guy. He asked you yeah. after Jason Orton. It's like Orton yeah. was a stepping stone to you. Yeah, pretty oh. much. Pretty much That's a cool lot of people that. were a stepping stone to Jason. Rose. <laughs> and I told Jason. That. It's I only because you couldn't get in his diaries. Diary is yeah. insane. Yeah. I had to I had to make sure that I, you know, had my chops somewhat decent before I went and asked Jason Rose to come on the podcast. But we had a nice. great time. That that podcast had a had a lot of positivity. I got a lot of good comments that they they loved all the stuff that you know the technical stuff that you had um kind of dished out and um that's epic because you always worry about delivering content like that without being in a classroom without having practical things in front of you right yeah Yeah. um so it's great uh, your listeners got it i haven't caught up to that i've took a little sabbatical from podcasts for about the past month just with everything that's been going on with me i have not had podcast time no i get it so yeah i'm going into chicago spend a couple days there then i go into mte so i'm just staying in the country i got you that's cool um yeah jason um you know in fact uh one of the things that you talked about when we did that podcast was when we were talking about stalled rotation and the the percentage it was only like a 12 percent deficit or something like that i believe is what you said um i actually took that information and used it on pod uh, or not on the podcast on uh on facebook so, so one of the groups somebody was kind of complaining about you know pad stalling um so i said hey there's this cool podcast that had jason rose on and jason rose said this and uh and and everybody was you know kind of commenting like you know you know well how do you know that and i'm like because jason rose said it i'm pretty sure he you know, talked with the engineers and you know this guy's not just out pulling numbers out of thin air so no it was pretty cool because i was able to have a little bit of back and forth because of um, the the information that I had got from you to helpfully hope hopefully help somebody else in in the industry. So yeah, that was, that that's was what it's about, fun. right? Paving back, passing on. Yeah. Well, it actually is more than you know, just an opinion. That that that's um, math. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's what I said. I said I don't know. I'm pretty sure the engineer, you know, was able to figure this out and tell yeah. Jason what it is. Um, and by the way, just but, just to have technical clarity here. It's up to 12%. So oh, okay. It's actually less than 12%. Gotcha. So the scenario we talked about was the 21 millimeter, which is the largest orbit with yeah. the largest pad diameter. At the outer diameter of the pad, it's 12%. Right. But everything under that is less than 12%. Mm. Yeah. No, it was it was good. It, it felt good that I felt smart for once. It's <laughs> because you are, dude. I don't know if you know this, but you used to are running your own podcast. That that's smart. You don't just do that. Yeah, <laughs> that I mean smart. it's 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 uh you know it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> we we enjoy it, but it's not it's not a uh, super high quality by any means or high production. We like the uh yeah. we like the the low the low production value of it. So can I can I geek out a bit? Can we can we yeah. play podcast numbers for a bit? Like where are you at? Like what's your downloads? What's your listens? I love I love Okay, so so um I'll tell you what, I, I will give you real time. Oh, here we go. I'll give you real time numbers. Real time. Real time. So as of as of right now. Um, right this second? right this second you got to hit refresh yeah i gotta hit refresh and then i gotta wait for it to load up this is okay, the point so, where you play an advert you know, like so an as, yeah yeah so as of right now our total downloads so we started this podcast um 
June 25th, 2020. So I did like everybody else in 2020. I started a podcast during COVID. <laughs> um, we really didn't pop off until till January of, of last year, 21. But so in a year and a half, we have a total of 21,818 downloads what? over a span of, I think we have 140 total episodes now or somewhere around there because we do about two a week. Two podcasts a week? Yeah, he yeah. He does so, one by himself. So like he did with you. Yeah, um, Jason, and then me and him do one like we're doing now. So I think yeah. he oh, does one. Nice. He yeah. Does so we do ones Monday and yeah Wednesday. Yeah, we do the Q and A one. Yeah, Q and A one like I did with Jason, and, and this one we call "What's on Your Mind." We come up with a topic. We try to bring people in that oh, that nice. can relate to that topic, um, just to have something different, oh. kind of keep it fresh. What's on your mind right now? How, how do I stay Sleep. awake? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and the fact that once we've done this, we're going to go for dinner, and my body's like, dinner, it's like yeah. breakfast. Club. <laughs> Are you still jet lagged right now? Yeah, because I only got in yesterday. So in it's yesterday. like oh, it's 20 past yeah. one in the morning for me. Right. Right. So, yeah, you so we feel privileged he's here. Yeah, I know. I know. What's on my mind is like sheep. Yeah. Fluffy pillows, <laughs> spa music. And um, just to give you some more. We have an estimated audience of 172 listeners right now per episode. That's sweet. Um, and then if you really guys, 172 people download this to their phone and listen. Yeah. And then if you really want to get crazy, um, so like we're ranked 165th as of today in um, Apple Podcasts for the automotive in America um in the great britain or in great britain we're 126 um, like i want to clap but i don't want to break people's ears yeah <laughs> so i mean like we we rank in france we rank in uh, mexico we rank in denmark netherlands um we're out in india right now but we were ranking in india for the past few weeks so um the podcast is definitely getting listened to around around the world um you know and we have some good listeners um around Super. the world with it so yeah, it's pretty cool. Nicely done. You're crushing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're uh we're trying to get there. Hopefully, uh hopefully we'll get to our magic number. Our magic number is five hundred downloads per episode. That's where the that's where the bit what's where on, the money comes what's in. On, uh, what's on your mind? Like what does the podcast look like when you're at five hundred downloads? Uh, that's what it looks like. Damn, dude, you had to say it. We've been keeping that yeah, a secret for yeah. the longest time. You yeah, want, so did you just say you want Manscaped to sponsor? Is that what you said? Yeah. Manscaped? Yep. Yeah. Oh, everyone wants clean balls. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just want to hand out ball wipes at like SEMA and, and yeah, MTE 100%. with our with our logo on it. <laughs> yeah. I love I love the advert. That was an advert they did really early COVID. So they're doing like better one now with like women and whatever. Yeah. But it was just the dude that had it was opening it out and it was like funny things. It's like, yeah, this trims the thing. And he had to keep seeing technical words for that wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it was so <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. It was like that funny scene you see in a movie when it's like, oh my God, it's a massive banana. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. and it, but he was no, doing they, that, but with opening the kit, it was so funny. Yeah, um, they, they have great stuff. Yeah, we I reached out to him because I thought it would, I just did it for shits and giggles. And I thought it would be, actually, I thought, you know, hey, listen, you know, we all get sweaty down there, you know. Um, and they they actually liked the idea of it. Um, and when I sent them all my stuff, they said, reach back out to us when you hit 500, um, downloads per episode. So oh, that's our, dude, that's sweet. That's our, that's our carrot. So 
Nice. That's our, that's our carrot. When we get there, is we the deal get... that you get, you get a free one each. Is that what it is? Once you I reach 500. I don't even know. I just, I just want them to send me ball wipes so I can go to SEMA and just like toss them out of a bag to like everybody or MTE. <laughs> right. and, you know. I'm, I'm going to go download five times just myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to sit everyone right now. Download this. Cause we all want get, a free yeah. ball wipes. Go 500, 500, <laughs> yeah. 500. Uh, Let's do it. 500. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it was, um, you know honestly i i don't care i i oh, what I, about doing something stupid like if you do it on youtube you will just shave your balls you gotta do that and then you would get like I, that weird viral I'd thing where kicked like off of youtube i'm not allowed to no you wouldn't you would just do a strategic blur or a strategic oh, ball yeah. of you know protect like just in front of that so it's only the balls <laughs> yeah we are going to groom our gonads <laughs> i'll let i'll let bruno We'll do no, that. I'm not doing that. No, I'll let man. Bruno do that. I don't know if I'm comfortable. Listen, I get banned enough as it is. I don't need to get banned. <laughs> yeah. You're the one with the record. You'll be okay doing it. You just better. Yeah, right? <laughs> <Come on, man. laughs> be like, oh, here comes Bruno again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Ooh, I love. I love that. That's a thing. Sorry. I just love that. That's a thing. No, you no. already know when you get to 500, you can check that deal out. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it was, listen, I, I, I've always said, you know, I'll do this for as long as it's fun. Um, no matter how, no matter how many people listen to it, as long mm-hmm. as I can do things like this, that, you know, hopefully one person gets something out of it. Right. It's, it's my give back to the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but for all funniness i think that would be a hilarious sponsorship so but it fits like it fits with your demographic right oh, like yeah. the industry we're in yeah the industry is full of lots of dudes hard working hard working sweaty hairy dudes yeah. in their listen, sheds on their own listen i live in florida all right it's hot and <laughs> humid you know <laughs> there's been some times when oh, you're having I'm... some alone time you just you don't want to nip that sack you want to exactly. feel safe exactly <laughs> Oh boy! So um, you end on a podcast with Jason Rose. This should not happen. This is technically yeah. illegal. The detailing industry is going to destroy me. <laughs> I think we you should help the detail that the dark I think you should now. say that you will volunteer. Hey there, podcasters! What if I told you that there was a product out there that would knock out multiple detailing products? Not only is it the ultimate time and money saver, but produces amazing results and is versatile on almost every substrate. It can also be used in your home or commercial businesses. Gen KO is an all-around multi-cleaner capable of removing light to moderate water spots, grease, and grime. It's safe on surfaces including windows, door jams, paint, mat, PPF and vinyl, rubber moldings, plastic trim, and ceramic coated surfaces. My name is Jennifer Turcott, and after 22 years in the detailing industry, I'm so proud to have a product that is helping my fellow detailers around the world and others. I've tested Gen KO for more than two years before the final ready to use product was produced. I'm beyond happy when people reach out and tell me how much the Gen KO helped them and it can help you too. To get your own, you can contact me directly or go to www.igocodingsusa.com, contact your local IGL distributor or installer, and pick your bottle up today. And don't forget to share your experience on social media using the hashtag GenKOMix. Oh, but that means I have to grow the hair that's on mine. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, TMI. We'll TMI. just, we'll just, uh, we'll just we can cut it out. We'll just, no, no, hell no, we're not cutting mm-hmm. it out. We'll just, we'll just count it up to, uh, you're, you're, you're you tired, sleep deprived. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You're not, you don't have enough oxygen. I'm already in pillow talk mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have enough energy for the filter right now. No, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. No, that's awesome. Um, so, <clears throat> Alan, um, like Jason mentioned, you are the uh, official new IDA president. Um, so I think Jason, unofficial IDA president. <laughs> well, I mean, you said it. You said technically, I guess it wasn't official yet, but it is official yeah, or is. whatever. Yeah. So yeah, um, Jason actually has a good question, so I'm gonna let him ask that one. Hopefully, he remembers it. I, I, when I hopped in, I, I think I kind of already heard you guys talking about it. But you being in the UK, how do you think that will affect? Um, people over here in the U.S. Because yeah, as so far like as I you, know, we've always had a president that was in, based in the U.S. itself. Hundred percent. So I do believe the statement is, "I am the first international board member," and yeah. then became the first international yes, president. That's correct. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, I'm just a person. I'm just a, a dude like you guys. I just live in a different place. But for right. the association itself, it's a fantastic step forward, right? So we want to push to have more diversity on there. Like, right. I'm not any different from you guys, but we come from different backgrounds. We handle different stuff. The cool thing with you Americans is you have such massive demographics because you're a massive island, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have all the different temperatures, humidities, and everything on your one island. Uh in Europe, we have to skip around to get that. Mm, um, yeah. But is there going to be much technical difficulties? I won't lie. We talked about this a lot at executive level before I accepted it. And in essence, if you imagine this, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here. <laughs> I should be more accessible than previous presidents for the reason that when you want to reach out with me, we've heard from other presidents, it's in the working day which will be my evening yeah. where if in the perfect world, I'm sat on my sofa with looking at my manscaping device with my <laughs> phone in my other hand available to answer your questions or support you or put you in connection to the right people. And that's pretty much how I've been able to, I think, integrate myself so much into the IDA over the five, six years of membership um, was that I could have my working day. And then when I finished, I could then go and work on a committee, which was on an American time zone. It's got more complicated now because the amazing thing happening is we have more international people on committees. So we're actually having to change committee times away from the American comfortable time to suit these time zones. Uh, So I'm now having to work in my working day. So I'm having to take time out of my eight till six to, to commit to the idea. Whereas previously I was really lucky I could do it in my evenings which was your working day. So right. if it's communicating with me and my commitment to committees, in essence, dare I say it, it's slightly easier for my timetable because it's just right after I put my kids to bed. So I get to have my full working day, my family time, and then I can dedicate like two, three hours to the IDA. Right. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, my next question. So, I mean, I, I, th- I think this is one of, probably one of my favorite questions to ask a president of the IDA is what does your job entail as the president of the IDA? Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of details out there that really don't understand what your job actually is. So if you could like explain to our listeners 
you know, what does the president mean? Yeah. So I think, I think every president has a different idea of what, what they think their role is. Um, do I feel I'm quite lucky? I've been in positions like this or haven't been in positions like this before. Uh, I'm not sure for me, I said it in my statement for me, it is to listen to you guys, to be a, to be a figurehead, <laughs> to take the good and the bad. Right. And the great thing with that is I have served my time through committees and I'm still very young in the idea, right? I'm not seasoned like many amazing people in there, right. but I've served my time through the committees. I've done my time on the board. I know through the correct people to reach out to or people I can ask to get the right answer. For me, that's my job as a president. I'm not here to say, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to, in the next 12 months, make this, this, this happen. But what I am here for is I want to keep promoting the international element as much as possible. Of course, I'm going to do that. Uh, I have some digital and some membership things I would like to happen faster and modernize. But apart from that is to listen to you guys. That's my job. Listen to all the committees and support them and then put the two together. If I don't have a rough idea of what's happening at every level of the IDA, then how can I answer your questions? How can I serve you as a president? For me, that's my intentions for this 12 months. I don't right. know if that's how other presidents have done it. I can't speak for them, but that's my goal is to try and integrate myself as much as I can and then try and put the right people to you. Don't make it that I need to, it's my opinion. It's my perspective only. There's right. incredible people in all these committees that are you know, smarter and more talented than I am in different sectors. That's well, my goal. What is your what is your plan for your time in the, in the, um, in the IDA? Like, do you have set, um, milestones or goals that you are looking to achieve or do? Well, that yeah, actually that happens it, on Wednesday. It might Wednesday. be a great question for you to ask in about uh, two weeks. Yeah. Because, uh, oh, well, I was, was going to say this, this won't go out until Thursday. So no, you can have me back. So, well, the goals, the goals and objectives of the IDA as, as a whole organization are, are going to be established next week at okay. the board retreat. So he actually can't even answer that question right no, now. I'm, because... not, I'm not allowed. And I don't know. <laughs> and you don't know. <laughs> um, but but I want to, I want to add okay. to Jason Bruno, your question earlier about what does the president do? Cause he's, he answered more, um, in, in kind of like a global style. Yeah. What are you going to do in your leadership position? Mm -hmm. But mechanically what the president does is every month there's a board meeting. Oh yes, yeah. so if you want to know, yeah, I gave the broad picture of what, what do I hope to achieve, so but I can this, go through the nuts and bolts of what that guy, looks like. He runs that monthly board meeting. And during that board meeting, there's reports from each of the committees and then there's you know decisions that get made. There's things that get voted in like new chapters and new uh, recognized independent trainers and things like that. But the president's role really is to manage that monthly meeting and that's the focal point for all all the updates on activities for IDA happen yeah. at that board meeting and some of those so and what we need to do also I think as a leader is then support those people to make things happen and that might be a gentle reminder that might be a get them someone from somewhere else to assist them right that's my job right that's the job is come on this is the this is the president asking you nicely go and hook this guy up you know yeah 
in in that way this guy or girl to to assist them and that's why i feel um and it's a thing dj did very well as well is just to be present in all committee calls as many as you can be so you're not there i'm not there to insert my will in the committee calls i'm not there i'm just there to listen so i can do that in my working day or chilling out doing whatever so that when we have important executive meetings that are only maybe one hour or these global board meetings i'm not just getting an update then and there from a piece of paper i've heard it at committee level so when i'm talking to my board and the the committee person's putting their point across i can back them up or i can um globally on the board like object them you know what i mean gotcha. yeah that's the goal i think of the president is to make sure that the, the core goals are being followed and basically i'm dedicating as much time to that so if you're asking physically how much time is it as a president poor there's a monthly one hour call weekly executive calls so i'm weekly connected with right my executive team there's five there's five committees five that all meet once two, a month minimum two task force two sub task so force got in all those meetings that's an extra seven hours a month yeah well that's what they thought so they thought it's going to be a lot for you to take on but i'm already such a committed guy i'm on three committees already oh, okay. so even though it's adding seven hours it's only actually adding five but then there's going to be more executive stuff I didn't do. Plus, the, um, I didn't know you could receive so many emails in a day that wasn't spam. Like, these are actual <laughs> emails that need to be actioned, like right, need yeah. to be actioned. And that's without, yeah. I'm sure Jason won't mind. Jason's already reached out and I'm pumped mm-hmm. to hang out and hear, yeah. what, hear what he's got to say and all that sort of stuff without even those emails. Just can you vote yay and yay on this or what's your opinion on this? Right. It, it, it filters to me. And the right. one thing I want to point out as he's saying this is that um, there isn't anybody on the board or on these committees that's being paid by the hour or getting paid. So right, yeah, it's all right. voluntary. Yeah, all the yeah, you have hours to commit. Is, it's all volunteer hours. This right. guy's doing every month for all these meetings. Right. So that's why we had to to really double check. Was not only, and I can understand the concern of the time zone difference like right now we're having this conversation and it's coming on two o'clock in the morning for me mm-hmm. and what drives you to do that and i think it has to be i'm quite lucky all the stuff i've done before drives me that if it is tough and i'm thinking why then i just remember back to teaching detailers in china without even using english that yeah. opportunity would never have come about if it was not for the idea that only came about because inside the idea's online membership facebook forum so not even publicly i just right. put so pumped to finally get my rit this has been a three-year journey um because you can imagine none of you guys knew me so i had to not only show i was competent in being a trainer but i also needed to do like my checks to make sure you're the right character to represent as a train you know there's more to recognize trainer than just being able to train yeah. so uh when i finally got that then instantly people in europe were messaging through that internal thing yeah can you come do this can you come do that right. and, and it just grew my that side of my personal development if you like what is going on over there he is having a rave i have a 12 year old who always disrupts my podcast so yeah high five ah. yeah Awesome. <laughs> i have a, i have a little five-year-old that runs in jason will tell you to like every board meeting where they're trying to be serious and the five-year-old just runs in like hey what's cooking <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. i've done board meetings whilst feeding my daughter that's <laughs> that's the commitment baby <laughs> yeah um so i have a question for for jason since he's been a part of the idea a little bit longer um 
And and my question is, is a year enough for a president? Mm. I mean, really, it could go mm. to both of you guys. But J- since, yeah. Jason, you've been around on the IDA longer and gone through presidents and everything, do you think a year is enough for somebody to, for, you know, a president to come in and kind of do what they feel like they want to do or establish what they want to do? Or is it more of just somebody coming in and just like you were guys were saying, just managing all these little groups and you know i don't i don't think a year is enough now given the current structure of ida but this is a very critical year so the ida has reached a critical mass on you know membership and the amount of people in committees and the amount of people on the board but if if the board was functioning the way it's intended to function i think a year is enough and and let me explain why so a president the, the presidential year is really the culmination of like three or four years of preparation. Okay. So for example, uh, he has to be involved at the committee level before you can even be on the board. Right. So there's a year at least. And then if you wanted to be a committee chair, you have to be on the committee for a year and then you're a committee chair. So that's two years. Then to be on the board, you have to have served at the committee level. So there's three years. And then to be vice president, um, you have to be on the board for a year. So there's year four. And then, right? Yeah, to be I president, think, that's yeah. like year five or year yeah. four or yeah. five. Okay. So my point is, if it was properly functioning that way, then I think a year is totally enough because there's enough continuity between the presidential years that it's not somebody's first rodeo, you know, leading a board meeting. They've been around this whole organization for years before this. Okay. Um, But that isn't how it's functioning because it's been in its infancy stage and there's, you know, relatively speaking, the idea has been new. Um, But I think this is a critical year and going forward um, I think it would be great to have just a year president because then we have that new blood coming in Fresh every energy, yeah. every year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was there's just one kidding. thing that I uh, there's one thing that I am looking forward to. I did see on the IDA website was an actual an actual way to tackle terminology in the industry. Oh, so we've got, there's two things I can talk about there to help you with Jason. Ha finally. <laughs> so uh, one of them is we actually started this. So this is going to be long winded. I'm sorry, but hopefully it's worth it <laughs> to go on, to go on from hopefully what, to go worth. on from what Jason uh, was saying about uh, preparation and stuff. He's exactly right. As in, by the time you're in the position where we are, hopefully then you're in the position to action the goals you have as a president. Now, if you have rather large goals, you should really have been implementing them at the committee level where that goal sits. So if it was a big thing you wanted to drive forward in certification, it needs to be raised in certification. Yeah. Certification need to do all the brunt work, the legwork. They need to, for example, creating a course on PPF or something, right? So they have to then create that, find the subcommittee, get the specialists, make it happen. By the time it's getting to board level, a board level you're hoping and it's just your group of peers that have been voted in by membership and they're just saying yay or nay, or they're then asking the correct questions to make changes. So by the time you get to board level, one year should be enough. A slight issue we are having is 
the rate of growth with the IDA. We're growing at a fantastic rate globally everywhere that we're going to have to grow our committee's sizes and our board size to allow for the diversity in the membership group we've got, right? Because if not, we're going to end up with another country coming on board and there's another all the same what people would call issues and all the same great positives that happen in the countries we've already got established instantly grow in those countries. So how do you manage those? But where I was going with this is two things we're launching. The first one is there's a website coming out soon that should hopefully uh, explain the things you're looking for a little bit easier. Um, I'm trying to remember what your original question was, Jason. The terminology. Terminology, thank you. And another fantastic one, what happened was um, it happened in the UK and we've had a big problem with it in Europe is not only terminology, so we both speak apparently the same language that is English. Not the same meaning. (laughs) But not the same meaning and we use different terminology. Absolutely. Once you start doing what I did, which was hop around Europe, it blows your mind because not only are we English speaking and we're using different words that mean the same thing. Yeah. We've made it really complex. When you go into these countries, they translate into the simplest of English and generally only for one word. So what you find when you go into like France or Belgium is they're just using one word, but it means many things in detailing. The yeah, things oh, wow. you do around it mean more. So terminology has become a massive thing to the point where we had someone that is a great guy, fantastic passion in the industry, lots of energy, initially got very disappointed after going through his CD, his SV, and consuming some of the content the ID has there out there because his previous job was a travel salesman in around Europe. And he had the same thing that I've seen. So he was so disappointed about it. He asked the question, put up a small fuss. Now the guy won't mind me saying this because he had the energy that he wanted to do something about it. He just didn't know who to speak to. So luckily the job I meant to be doing now when I wasn't president, I just asked the right people and we ended up getting in a great little meeting with Jason and some executives. And we have now created the terminology directive or whatever we're calling it's a task force but it's a task force and you'll start to see this coming out in the social media so bear with us we've been working on this for a while but it's already started actually it's it's started it's gone out you know and it's it's all about a global initiative to try and have common ground on terminology yeah Yeah. so i mean what a good idea right let's yeah (laughs) as long as we're using these words let's agree on what these words mean Right. Um, and use them for the right thing. Yeah. It's right, a right, fabulous yeah. task force. Yeah. It's I'm, such a I fully support it. It's a great task force. And it's just taking time to get where it is. Cause you imagine if I was to ask you guys, how would you tackle that problem? How would you tackle mm. what you think is a problem with terminology globally? And that's what a group of four to five people have had to do. So instead of us trying to tackle it, we've rather remotely flipped it. And you're going to start seeing great posts coming up going, what do you believe this is? Yeah, what right. do you think the word means? And then everyone will hopefully comment saying yeah. a swirl, a defect, a scratch. The other countries are coming with their language, whatever that is. And from that, we will try and determine, is it demographic that's the issue or is it education that's or the issue? Is it culture that's the issue? And then yeah. from this gathered information, which bear with us is going to take time, we will then hopefully have a terminology, a global global terminology yeah. Bible that might be, mm. yes, 
this is the terminology Americans are using, but when an IP address comes on, Jason Bruno is happy. He's happy. <laughs> he's happy, happy guy. So, and, and I will say one more thing as well, because I want to say thank you for having me in the podcast for this. I am very aware that the idea may not be so good in translating the hard work that is being done yeah. behind the scenes. I am very aware of that. But you guys have to bear with us when it took us long enough to work out how to do that and to have the right people to action it with the right passion. Cause we could all have the idea to do it. And then that person goes, but I work 80 hours a week. I can't do it. I just had the idea. And we're like, yeah. well, it's a great idea. We now need to go and find the people that are passionate enough to action this. And volunteer people. and volunteer right. people. And we got there and it's happening. And how long will the project take? What's the timeline on it? I can't tell you, but I'm excited by it. That's the biggest challenge. I think the idea has is that it has, has these wonderful ideas, these big, big, wonderful ideas that detailers are bringing forth, but we're all a pack of volunteers and we yeah. all have full-time jobs, you know, and we're all busy and it's like, you know, how do we get things going with a whole set of volunteers? And Right. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to volunteer uh, Jason Bruno to jump on that task force committee because since he's such a stickler for uh, terminology, I think. But that's you know, it. Like even there, like you have, yeah. you have fun with that. Right. And then, so the idea happily go, Jason, come on. He might come on and go, that's ah, not for me. Or he comes on and he goes, yeah, I'm in. And then from there, the seeds planted. And next thing you know, Jason's president. That's what yeah, happened to me. Yeah. That's what hey, happened. Yeah. I went, hey, there you go. I yeah. went, these, yeah. these CDSV exams are rubbish in Europe. And they were like, you should join the certification <laughs> yeah. committee. And that was the first committee I joined. And then now look at me. Yeah, they molded true. me. Molded yeah. me. Go from speaking <laughs> I up am retired. Speak up. Like I, all of a sudden, yeah, I got a job. <laughs> I spoke up and I was objective. I was being polite about it, but I was objective. And I was like, why, why, why is this? Why is this? What's right. this? Yeah. And well, they were look, like, we've I, heard these. I'm, I'm going to say this. I mean, Jason just said it. He's retired. He spends way too much time getting frustrated on Facebook. So, so when you guys talk at MTE, Alan, please put him to work somehow, some ways, you know, I'm pretty sure something's going to end up happening. Like I said, I the questions it. I have are appropriate for a one-on-one -on -one and not appropriate for something like this, just because they're questions where I feel like I, you and myself need each other's undivided attention. And, as, and, and I guarantee you some of these questions and suggestions that I have are probably the ones that you never really hear because I actually did my homework. Like I went on the website, just went through everything and seeing what can improve or what should be added or what shouldn't be and stuff like that. And just made a, a list of suggestions of what I think might help in the future. And I understand things don't happen right away. I know things take time and I know just, you know, getting the ball rolling, will set it into the right direction. This is great, Jason. It's, and it's, yeah. it's people like that that we need. But, uh, and I think what can happen is generally people get frustrated and they vent it through email, through social oh, media. Yeah. Right. And I'm even if it's, people, and I yeah, even and in text, in the email. yeah. And yeah. in the best intentions in text, text can be taken any way whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It has no context. It has no facial expression. It has no tone. Yeah. So that's why I, um, what do I do? I, I, I try and look at everything with positive intent. So for example, Jason's openly said he, he has a rant online. If I had seen or read or done one of these things, I would read it with, well, there's positive intent here. Jason's done this for a reason. Something has made him frustrated enough to do this. There is positive intent, but everyone would dive on with it angrily and do whatever. So it's like, Hey, let's have a, let's have a call about this. Let's hear what your struggles are. And then generally, hopefully the flip is I say, 
Well, if you're so passionate about it, I know exactly the committee to slip you into and the people to put you on. And that is my job as president, right? Is to, is to find these people and answer those questions, but I am not the person to answer them, right? right? Like I can do my best as a yeah. president, as a leader to try and to try and do that, but I'm not the specialist. I'll put you into the committee where the specialists are. Yeah, there's a team of people working on this stuff. Mm -hmm. And and I got a question for Jason. So Jason, you're outgoing um, this year, right? As far as your committee, yeah, they're kicking me out. Yeah, um, <laughs> was that a was that a that was that a you decision, or were they just like, hey, you've been around here too long, buddy. You need to you need to move on. Let somebody new come in. <laughs> oh no, it's it's actually in the bylaws. Um, oh okay. The, your board service is limited on time, and you, I've just timed out. Okay. I is this one of those? Is this president, one of those? I should know it, but I think it's three years. Then you can be voted back in for three years, but you cannot do a six year straight term. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Can you take a year off and then jump? Jump. Yeah. So you can. There? I think it can be a jump, and ugh, I'm probably going to get hated by everyone because as a president, <laughs> I should know all the bylaws inside out. But there's so many. But I want to say, it's a three year term you sign up for. Yeah. And you can, you can leave at any time. It's not like you're in. Uh, right, right, yeah. Um, but the maximum you can do is like three years. And then if you want to extend another three, the board really have to consider it, who's coming in, who's going out, and then revote you in. But I think once you've done six, it's a flat. You don't even get reconsidered. Please oh, okay. invest your energy somewhere else. We need to rotate the board, get fresh people in, fresh right. ideas. Well, just to educate you a little bit on the bylaws since nice. you're going in, uh, <laughs> I actually served more than three years because – I was going to say, it feels like uh, a lot when, longer than three years. Yeah. Well, when a, board, when a board member leaves prematurely before their three-year term, somebody could come in and finish out that term. Oh, and then your three restart? Yeah. Well, your three starts from that? Great. And, and that's what I did. So Who I, did you replace? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. That was a long time ago. He doesn't even remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's he's like in the in the shadows, like waiting for somebody to dip out, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, I'll just like I'm coming back, I'm coming back. Can't, you can't kick me out. I'll be back in a minute. Somebody's going. Yeah, someone's coming on the board. They don't even want to be there. Jason's just paid. Just go in for a few months, right, then get, right. out. get out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think um I think this is kind of a, a cool little thing, right? Because um you know for this year with detailing, I mean, so we have you coming in first international president right um mr bruno over here gave away his first international pain assassin award two, and two. also well, yeah. yeah well yeah, and okay. also had the winner of first. the paint correction of the year was somebody from the uk from the uk, UK. and i was i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit jealous <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't butter my biscuits my, my facebook feed lit up but this guy's won, a, won an award and i was thinking what the, why was i not considering <laughs> <laughs> hey my detailing business uh, unfortunately has been closed for a year and a half so totally yeah. <laughs> you are not in the line for anything yeah 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 so i mean that's it's pretty cool pretty cool little thing we've uh mm. you know little coincidence kind of deal um some good things coming out of uh, the uk over there um UK coming from, strong from what we're seeing oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the you know the more the more we're the more people we're seeing from from the UK in in the Pain Assassins group. I mean, listen, I mean not to not to say anyone's better than anyone, but man, the, the work coming out of the UK is really lightened. I hear their up trainers by, are really good. Yeah, yeah, the trainers are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that? That's what I heard. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, if, if you're the one training them, then yeah, pat on yeah, the back for you. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make my way over to Scotland probably in the next year. Nice. Two years. Yeah. Definitely by the end of 2022, I want to make my way over to Scotland. You want to you want to play back. you want to play COD with Rudy like side by side. Listen, no, you know what I want to do. I really want to go buy a patch of land so I can be called a lord. I want to uh, be a lord. Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, you can I, just do that. I online. just, just want to go over there just so uh, Rudy <laughs> yeah. can call me Lord Bruno. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's all I want. And you can you can stand on your. I think it's I think it's mandatory. Like, like what is it? Just one foot by one foot square. So you can literally yeah. stand in it like. I'm Lord of this land. Yeah. <laughs> and the moment you step out, they're like, now you're nobody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bruno can plant the uh, paint assassins flag in his little one by one. Oh, yeah. that's still cool. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, listen, uh, it, 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 we, we pushed an hour. Um, I know. I know. Really? I, yeah. Yeah. Or, or a tad bit over. Um, I know, Alan, you, you know, you're probably going to, crash out here in a minute um no, he's or fall, or fall, Denny's yeah, yeah but he'll um, he'll probably fall asleep on the on the table at denny's or wherever they're going to <laughs> <laughs> um i appreciate you guys coming on jason thanks thanks as always for kind of setting us up i mean you were the one that kind of uh pitched it back when we first talked you know you said hey alan will be here if you want to do that and i took advantage yeah. of it um mm. alan uh Thanks for thanks for being a part of it too. Um, hopefully, we can maybe have you back on again, um, some point, whenever. Yeah, always, and, like uh, I said in the email, I'm I'm happy to talk. Just yeah. fit into the diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll wait until after your uh, coronation speech or whatever, when you can actually maybe talk about some stuff, and then and then have you back on to talk about the things you can't talk about now. Yeah, once um, we've had the board retreat, then uh, I can give you the answers. But I literally yeah. don't know the answers. It's not even as if I'm holding them close <laughs> to my chest. Like, ah, ha ha Like, I don't know. And that, right, right. it's a long yeah. day. It's like a nine-hour meeting where yeah, we literally, well, we're not yeah, allowed they, to leave the room. They haven't, they haven't given you the briefcase with, you know, like what's in Area 51, that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. these, these two keys. Click, click. Three, yeah. two, one. Yeah. <laughs> launch um, the paint yeah <laughs> um look forward to seeing you guys at mt obviously I'm, I'm sure you guys will be floating around we'll we'll bump in some point somewhere oh are you um, doing a podcast recording there um so i'm not doing podcast report recording there um i know marty's got you know he does his stage thing um i we're gonna try to do something we'll do um I think Bruno and I have talked, we're going to do a, um, we'll get on the, the discussion page and kind of do like little, you know, live check-ins like, Hey, we're live at MTE, you know, whatever. Um, I think what I'm going to try to do is, you know, when I bump into people, maybe, you know, ask them questions about MTE and record it on my memos on my phone, my, or my voice recorder on my phone, and then kind of piece that together as an episode. Nice. Um, so we'll we'll do some little things like that, but we're not. I'm not actually going to sit down and do. I mean, Barry Barry with SB3 has offered me his booth um, if I wanted to do something like that. But I just think it's it'll be too noisy, you know, too much going on to mm-hmm. to actually try to have like a legitimate question and answer type podcast. So I'll just record some things here and there and then try to piece mm-hmm. it together. Yeah. Um, okay. Sweet. Well, look yeah. forward to seeing you there. Yeah. Make sure you yeah. Use it yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to chase uh, 
Mr. Rose down there because I, I want to see or I want to hear about whatever he told me last time, the little secret tool. So yeah, I want to know about this secret tool. <laughs> like I'm gonna it's called uh, Manscape. Yeah, yeah, it's called the uh, the lawnmower 5.0. The lawnmower 3.0. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, somebody right from Manscaped kind of hears this and they'll just uh, let us since we talked. Yeah, about like it. let us slide without yeah. the yeah. yeah, yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah. Alan Medcraft, Scotland. Just send yeah. it there. It'll find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we if we get if we get the deal, I'll, I'll send you some ball wipes. So. Oh, dude, you're a gent, <laughs> a true gent. <laughs> That's looking out for each other right there. <laughs> oh, no. All right, gentlemen. Well, I, I appreciate it so much. Um, thank you. You guys have a great week, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks at MTE. Have a good night, guys. Thank, thank you. you.